Good morning, everyone. My name is Casey Sampson. I run the Casey Sampson team here in Northern Virginia. Today, we're going to talk about winning contracts when there are multiple bids on a house. Not rocket science. It's spring 2020. We've listed 10 houses. Eight have gone under contract. Most of those have had uh, multiple contract presentations. In fact, we had one that had 41 contracts registered on that house. So I'm going to give you a rule of thumb of how to win these contracts in very difficult situations like this. You find the house you really like, you really want that house, here's how we're going to go get it. All right, first of all, if there are three, four, five contracts, it's not coming in at list price, so don't offer list price. Have your realtor run comparables and know what it's really worth. A lot of times, my team will list a house and I will estimate its value at somewhere around $860,000. I'll list it for $850,000 because the buyer pool under 850 is four times larger than the buyer pool over 850. Make sense? We're trying to get as many people in the house as possible. So when those contracts start coming in, and they will come in, we're looking for somebody something in the 860, 870, maybe as high as 875. That's what we're looking at. So when you find that right house and it's priced correctly, offering list price is like shooting yourself in the foot. If there are five or six contracts, it may be ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars over list price. If they've done what we've done, just to encourage these bids coming in, it may go as high as eight hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars. So the first thing you want to be cognizant of is offer the right price. Most buyers make this mistake. Well, let's just offer them this, offer them this, and you will lose two, three, four contracts because you don't, you want to be too tough on that price, okay? So what happens is on your fifth or sixth, then you make a mistake of overpaying for a house. You're so beat up, you're so tired, you really are desperate now, now you're going to make a mistake. So let's not do that. When you start out, let's be reasonable, let's read the listing agent, let's Feel what kind of vibes we're getting from them, and that will dictate where we're going to be the price. It's not going to be less price if there's multiple contracts, I can assure you. Know how many contracts are coming in on a price. Know what the house is actually worth. Your realtor should be able to put a price on that house of what it's actually worth. So then you can go from there. So now let's talk about other things. Let's talk about terms. Home inspections. The number one thing that kills a home inspection. So let's say I get 40 contracts on a house. <coughs> and five of them all have the same price. Well, I'm gonna make sure that I get that price to the settlement table. I'm not gonna take less because I know five people are willing to pay it. So there's a couple of roadblocks that, that could get in your way. The first one is the home inspection. So when you get a home inspection and you put that in your contract, it should be for informational purposes only. Now, the winners sometimes get their home inspector out there on Monday morning, they walk through the house, they look at all the important items and systems, they get the report, not a report, but they get their feedback from their home inspector, and sometimes they'll come in without a home inspection. They'll remove the contingency altogether. We like that as listing agents. That's number one. Number two, if a house is listed for $850,000, and you've assessed that the house is worth $860,000, $870,000, and you offer $875,000, then make sure the appraisal language says it only needs to appraise for $850,000. <coughs> You're the one that said $875,000, not the seller. 
So if you go at 850, then the seller has assurances that they're going to get the $875,000. So stronger price, flexible home inspection, having it removed entirely is the best thing. Get a home inspector out there early. But when a home is really well-maintained, seller's been there for a while, and you can tell he's a meticulous seller, there's nothing wrong with that house. I mean, you can feel assured that if there was something wrong with that house, that seller would take care of it. If there was something major wrong with that house, the seller would have to disclose it. If they don't disclose it, they go to court and get sued for $2 million. And I can show you that lawsuit. So that's the inspection and the appraisal process. Those are the two things that trip it up the most. There's nothing worse than, uh, and again, have somebody come in at 875 and say, well, if it doesn't appraise for 875, if it only appraises for 850, I get it for 850. No, a listing agent will not allow their client to go to settlement on an 850 when they have four or five 875. So these are things that are important. Another thing that's important, your lender. We look at lenders. If you're coming in with Bank of America or Wells Fargo or one of these banks, we're not apt to use that, go with that contract. And the reason is because their appraisers are coming from Frederick or they're coming from Winchester or they're coming from outside the area and tend to be a little more tough. We're looking for correspondent lenders. Now, let me explain what a correspondent lender is. A correspondent lender is the combination of the broker, who can shop multiple banks, and the bank, which has their own money. A correspondent lender underwrites their own transactions, settles their own transactions. It's all done in-house. This is where you're going to find the best quality mortgage lenders is in this classification of correspondent lender. So if we see something like First Heritage, which Mike Filan is a member of, McLean Mortgage, Intercoastal, um, uh, you know, some of those lenders, we're more apt to go with them because we know that if something goes wrong, I can pick up the phone and I know I can talk to Dave Hollipeter. I know I can talk to Mike Filan. I know I can talk to some of these, you know, Vicki Warnicks. We know who they are. We can trust them. If you have a Bank of America or a Navy Federal Credit Union or a Wells Fargo deal, you're talking to an 800 number if something goes wrong. That's a problem. That's a problem. So one of the things we look at is who is the lender. The other thing we're looking at is the realtor. If a realtor's done one transaction, that is not, does not give us the warm and cozies that they're experienced enough to get this to settlement and have control of their buyer. Let me give you an example. On a home inspection, there's going to be 42 items on a home inspection. Now, an experienced realtor will say, there's going to be 42 items on a home inspection. Let's just worry about the ones that are really a problem, safety hazard, or something that's broken. And they'll, so that's the way they'll handle it. A newer agent is going to go, oh my gosh, there's 42 items wrong with this house. And they will freak out when that home inspection. The last thing we need is a realtor freak out on our hands. So we're looking for experienced agents, good lenders, obviously the price that we're looking for. We're looking to remove that home inspection contingency or at worst have it contingent on the um, void only. And a void only means that I'm going to do a home inspection. I'm not going to ask you for anything. And if something's really wrong, I can void my way out of this contract. Now, let's say you do find something wrong. You can still come back to the agent and say, look, I don't want to avoid this contract, but this is a real problem. Can we get this fixed? 
And many times you'll see the seller say, yes, if there's something wrong with the house, we'll fix the house. Most sellers have pride of ownership. So, so we want to make sure that all those things are in line, that you have a good realtor. Now, if you do not have a realtor that you're married to, you haven't signed a document that they represent you, you can clearly go right to the listing agent. If you go to the listing agent, pretty much you're going to go to the top of the line, so long as everything else is correct, so long as it's the same price and terms and appraisals and home inspection. But you can certainly go through the listing agent. We have about 30% of our deals, people actually come through us and go through us to get the deal. So, so you can go through that, that listing agent. But these are the things you need to have in your offer. And the next thing you want to do is you need to say that if I do have a financing contingency, I can remove this financing contingency in 16 days. Or I can do my appraisal in 12 days. Now, here's how you do that. You need to go and make sure you sit down with the Mike Filan. He has everything he needs. He has bank statements, W-2s, uh, everything he needs in order to get this loan approved. So you are 90% of the way there. All you need is a house. So when that contract comes in and you write your contract and you say my contingency for financing is not 30 days, it's not 21 days, it's 14 days. That tells me you're quite a ways through your lending process. If you bring a contract in on one of our listings, before we select the contract, we're going to talk to the lender. I want to know what you've seen. Have you gotten all the documentation they need in order to give a quick approval of this person? How fast can you get this appraisal done? Who are your appraisers? Where do you order them from? Is it Anthony Appraisers in Vienna, Virginia that uses local? Or is it anyone that comes out of Frederick, Maryland? Can't have that. So we're going to talk to that lender. They're very, very important. Don't have them call us. You know, we have 40 contracts come in. I don't need 40 lenders calling me. If we're down to three or four, we'll call the lenders before we pick the exact one that we want. So those are the ways you can win contracts, and you should win contracts here in Northern Virginia in this time when there are multiple contracts going on. If there's only two contracts, <clears throat> you're pretty much a list price contract. If there's six or seven, you're going 10, 15, maybe as much as 20,000 over list price. If there's 10, you're a 25,000 over list price. That's just the way it's going to be. Get rid of the home inspection. Make sure the appraisal is set at the list price, not, the, not your offer price. Uh, make sure you have a good lender. Make sure you're already through the lending process. Uh, make sure you get that home inspection done early if you have to or have it void only. And by all means, do not come in on Friday and Saturday and say, you take this contract and cancel the uh, open house or I'm withdrawing this contract. That, it, that offer is immediately thrown in the trash can. You have to fight your way to get back into line on Monday when we go over contracts. But by threatening a listing agent is no way to get that deal. What you want to do, be very nice to listing agents, make sure that their agent is accommodating, knows what they're doing, is a professional, and will deal with those agents. And if you don't have one that you're married to, come right through to the listing agent, and we can handle it. If you have any questions, you can call me at 703. 508-2535. My buyer brokers work all through Northern Virginia. These are the rules that we work with on the road. This is why we get our contracts through. Um, but it is, a, it is a tough market, but not if you know what you're doing. 
So, if you're looking to win the contract, those are the tips you want to go on. 703-508-2535. My name is Casey Sampson. You can reach me at Casey at CaseySampson.com. My website is CaseySampson.com. See you next time.